on one side. Gotta play fetch with the pups. Sing us a song while we do this. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this year. We know this year is going to be a great year. Because you say in your word, Lord, to not be envious. To not be envious of the wicked. Because, you know, once, once they go... If they don't get saved, you know, the original Jezebel has been in hell for many hundreds of years now. A couple of thousand years plus. It's a long time to be in hell. It's got to suck. You know, we're going to read Proverbs today, and uh, among other things, but I want you to enjoy, enjoy this, uh, this time out of the rain, get, get smoke on the mountain over there, it's a good day, let's get right into it. <clears throat> Oh, and by the way, you are a part of the Smash series. Or God wouldn't have sent you to the earth. Believe it or not, uh, God doesn't make junk, and if you're made in God's image and His likeness, then that's you. And whatever happened with your mommy and daddy on the earth, it's just how you got here. You know, the first time someone gets somewhere, it's, in, it's it's special. Like the way the atom was made, okay? No belly button, right? Like the first flight that someone made in an airplane. But then it becomes just regular. Every day. We're going to go to Proverbs 22. You should let the Lord use my mouth. We're going to enjoy this. My favorite book, when I got saved, I read Proverbs, and then I read uh, Ecclesiastes, I think, was actually the first book I read. And uh, it's an interesting first book. <laughs> anyway. One, a good name is to be chosen above great riches. And loving favor is above silver and above gold. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man seeth the plague and hideth himself. But a foolish man go on still and are punished. And another translation. 
says, that is the punishment which is prepared for the wicked and fleeth not to God. Safety. Or succor. Sucker. It's the old uh, S-U-C-C-O-R. Old-timey word. I got the good old-timey Bible here. The Geneva. Beautiful. If you were in this country 300 years ago, this is the Bible you would have. If you were here... Is that right? Yeah. It's the Bible you would have. 1599. You might have a King James, but chances are, if you were in America, you had the Geneva, the Pilgrim's Bible, which has a bunch of wonderful notes because they, they, they translate it. And I know I've covered this on the show before, but it's so important. It's so important to know what the Word says because growing up, I was not taught things in the church and people use words and just expect you to know them. And that's okay because we have the Holy Spirit. And it makes you mature faster because you realize I, I need to catch up. But there's a time when things can get missed. Things can get watered down. And you don't want the word to be watered down. God wants us to know the truth. Not so that we can beat people over the head with this, okay? But because knowing the truth is what will set you free. Uh, you know, I, I was a sinner, big time. I was, I was deep into lust, pornography. It was rough. And uh, by the grace of God, I'm here today. And I take no credit for that. It's all God, my whole life. You know, I, sh I shouldn't be here, but by the grace of God, I am. And I give all credit to, to Jesus for that. It's a grace. Now, he's coming back to rule. He's coming back to receive us, his bride, the church. If you're a man, how would you like to see your bride? You, you, come, to, you come to pick her up. You're going to take her to the... You, you're, walking in, you're walking into the, to the ceremony... And you find your bride, and, and she's under a bunker. She got a helmet on. That'd be a good bride right there, right? Not bad at all, if you ask me. But that's not that's not the way you want to pick up your bride when you're going to go to a wedding, especially when there's no enemy that threatens you. He's already been defeated, but you have to tell him, no, that's mine. This is mine. You get your hands off my life in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life. You can't touch anything that belongs to me. You don't have the authority. You don't. It doesn't exist in your favor. There is no favor for you in my life. It doesn't exist. Period. End of story. End of discussion. All the stuff you're trying to do in my family has to stop right now. Right now. I don't care how painful it is. It has to stop. I don't care what schemes you got going on. It has to stop. And I don't care what happened. 
Now, what has to happen for that to happen? It's not allowed in Jesus' name, period. I can say that because I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus, who was who didn't just die for my sins, y'all. He went, and they beat him. They they whipped his back. They plucked the beard from his face. And I'm not going to put up with this this junk anymore. You know, I, I gave four years of my life that I'll never get back in the Navy, serving for my country. I have I have a investment paid. Okay, so God's a businessman. There's all kinds of stuff in this in this Bible that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see. God's a businessman. All these trees started from a seed. Or maybe a couple, right? They got clustered together or something. And they grew up this huge, massive conglomerate tree. That's the closest thing to a corporation that God ever made. Did you know that? All of this is God's country. Everything God made for us to use and have dominion over. We could take these trees, cut them down, make stuff out of them. The Amish know how to do it. They're not ashamed of God. They're not ashamed to be in God's creation. <clears throat> there was an Amish guy who was interviewed not too long ago, and, he, and they said, "Why has no Amish caught the caught the disease, which we're not going to talk about?" And he said, "Well." We don't, we don't have TVs. They didn't have faith for it. They didn't have faith to receive what was being sold. They didn't have faith to receive it. You have to have faith to receive stuff. You can call it fear, but that's faith and evil. You see... <clears throat> Fear is such a wonderful word because we know what fear looks like. If I say, if I say to you, act scared, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll be on the next supernatural. You know, it's going to be crazy. You know what someone who's afraid looks like. You know how they act. They do things out of fear. Why'd you do that? Well, I, I didn't want this to happen to me. What? Why'd you park over here? Well, I didn't want anybody backing into me and all, all this stuff. You know? And, there, and there's there's some wisdom there, you know, protecting what's yours. I'm not saying locking your door and everything is an act of fear. But what I am going to say is that... <clears throat> Fear is, is, is a way for us to think about faith, because it is faith. In evil, things happen. You're afraid of something happening, it means you have faith in in evil, and you, wanna, you want to put up a fence against it. I mean, evil does exist, wickedness does exist, but we have Jesus. And... The question is, does Jesus have you? 
Because Jesus said, he, he, you know, he prayed in John, um, what is John 17? He said, anybody that prays afterwards, not these alone, but anyone that prays, believe it on, in my name, that they would be saved. And that word saved has to do with a covenant, a blood covenant that was already been made, it's already been paid. It's already been done. You don't have to do it. Man. We're living in a we're living in a time. We're living in a time. Of great fear on the earth. And it doesn't hit everybody, but you will see people living in fear. You see them. Even after, even after two years of practice, of being safe in the world, whether you know God or not, if you're a threat to the kingdom of darkness and you're, you're preaching, you might find yourself in jail. That's, that's what Paul did. And you know, there were people at his time that would go to the Apostle Paul and they would say, you just needed more faith. See, you got off here and this other stuff, this Jesus stuff. And, you know, you come, you come listen to us. We're the Pharisees. We know what we're talking about. Anyway, back to Proverbs. Four, the reward of humility and the fear of God is riches and glory and life. Do you know, do you know that means... Life. Right? If you're gonna give if you're gonna lay down your life for the Lord, it should be your choice. People say, Well, tomorrow's not promised. That's not biblical. I don't know where you got that from. It's not in the Bible. Okay. God's not trying to run around going, Hey, gotcha, you know. It's not God. It's not who he is. Uh, he's a good father. He's a good dad. If you think about the funnest day you've ever had in your life, and take maybe you know maybe you had a lot of sin there. I don't know, but you just take the sin out. Yeah, you have a you have a the funnest day ever. Maybe it's when you're a kid. Maybe you went fishing or something. God wants to have an adventure with you every day, regardless of what the weather is. You know? <laughs> In Jesus' name. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not under the weather. I'm over the weather. God gave me dominion over the earth. Period. Not up for discussion. Same for you. If you got a belly button, you know, you're part of God's creation. Called man. Called Adam. He created, he called them Adam. Adam and Eve. Male and female. He called them Adam. It's not a typo. The word, the, the name Adam means man, means mankind. That's why Jesus is called the second Adam, the God-man. You know, words, words have meaning. It's why the first job God gave to man, Adam, was to name the animals. And they're still named that. They're still named with their names. Since 
way back long ago. Anyway. 22 and 5. Thorns and snares were in the way of the froward, but he that regardeth his soul will depart from them. Teach a child in the trade of his way, and when he is old he shall not depart from it. He gives gifts to, to all of us, natural gifts. Elton John is a gifted man. If, whether he uses his gifts and talents for the Lord or not, does not change the fact that God gave him the gift in the first place. Because God's a good dad. He's good. He's absolutely good. Amen. And it's how you're supposed to pay for everything in your life. You know, you have natural talents that pave the way. We have to just, you know, like like a like a ball in a pinball machine, just bouncing around life, like er, like everything in life just knocks you around. It's demonic. Now, I, I refuse to be a pinball in the world. I'm telling you, God's got a plan for me. Absolutely does, and He does you too. You need to be saying this. What I'm saying. It's just as true for you. You know, God doesn't love me more than you. God, God loves you just as much as he loves Jesus. And that's what Jesus prayed in John 17. That's pretty special. You're pretty valuable. I'd say you're a part of a hit show called Humanity. And it's, uh, things are just, this new season is about to just kick off and it's going to be, uh, going to be uh, real exciting because the glory of God's going to be on the earth. Because the devil doesn't own the earth anymore. He's not in charge. Jesus took the keys of dominion, death, hell, and the grave back from the devil when he went to Calvary. That's what he did. He went to hell for us. So the devil might have been trying to do some stuff to the whole planet. Absolutely, yes. God didn't make the dinosaurs to eat each other. It's not God. Who do you think did that? Was it God? I'll tell you that much. It's, it's not what my dad does. He said, on earth as it is in heaven. Well, heaven, you don't have people eating each other. So why would God make animals, dinosaurs, to eat each other? Right? It was the devil's fault. He likes to manipulate, have control, and control others. The opposite of freedom. Just like faith is a, is 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 fear and a negative, it's the opposite of faith. But it but it's still faith. It's just faith in something else. It's a it's a power. It's an ability, a superpower that we all have, and that we all use. We all use that superpower. We have that ability. The animals do not have that superpower, okay? They they are, you know? They are exactly the way God made them. <clears throat> but we have a spirit. We're, 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 we're made in the likeness and the image of God. The image and His likeness. It's, we are not just a two-dimensional or three-dimensional being. We don't just exist on, on on this plane, in this plane. 
in this place. We're more than that. There's a lot more going on here. Seven. The rich ruleth the poor, and the borrower is servant to the man that lendeth. Eight. He that soweth iniquity shall reap affliction, and the rod of his anger shall fail. Another, another way to translate this is to say, His authority whereby he did oppress others shall be taken from him. I like that one. Nine. He that hath a good eye, he shall be blessed. For he giveth of his bread unto the poor. Now I'm no optometrist. But if that's what the Bible says, then that, that's what a good eye is. <laughs> it actually says also another way to say it is he that is merciful and liberal don't think too hard on that one cast out the scorner and strife shall go out so contention and repro uh, reproach shall cease it's, it's just like the murmurers, you know, the, the Israelites roaming around in the desert for 40 years. They're just murmuring, they're just complaining. But, you get rid of that, you're left with nothing but Joshua's and Caleb's. Sounds good to me. You imagine, you imagine if there was about a million to two million Joshua's and Caleb's, it would have had to have been in the desert so long. Who knows? Who really knows how big the Jewish community could really be if they all made it? They'd have had a forty-year, they'd have had a forty-year head start, which means when the nation of Israel re got recreated, could have possibly been, you know, well, can't do simple uh, arithmetic on that one because. Families, families grow uh, in multiplications, not just uh, arithmetic. You could add 40 years, but if you had 40 years, you know, a few thousand years ago, <laughs> given 40 years extra time, that would be a big population. And instead of 1948, 1949, 1947, 1948, instead of those being the years where a lot of the agencies were created, you know, and Israel became a country, just as it prophesied in the Bible, uh, things might have happened sooner. A lot of things might have done, gone differently. But they murmured. They scorned. These aren't just words. These are, these are nuggets of gold or wisdom, you know. This is, the tr this is the treasure that King Solomon, David's son, passed on. And it is, it is the word of God. Because God said, whatever you want, what do you want? Ask it and I'll give it for your, for your father's sake. He was faithful to the Lord. He had a relationship. He had a New Testament relationship with Jesus in the Old Testament. He, that's why he was a able to eat the showbread. That's why he was able to... Also walk in the office of the prophet, you know, saying, I thirst and they gave me vinegar. 
which prophesied of Jesus when he was on the cross. Is when you make make a friend of the creator of everything. Huh. You understand? You're, you're friends with the guy who wrote the rules. You can't you can't really break the rules because you're with the guy who makes the rules. You don't you don't have to live in religion. You don't have to you don't have to do whatever things that you've been told you gotta do. Unless the Lord's told you you gotta do them. Do those things. Do them now. Do them immediately. Do them as soon as you can. Get it done. And, and, and man, do it with a smile on your face. You know, because this, this, this is, this is, the whole world is not permanent. This is not all there is. This is the dressing room for eternity. God, God wants you to have nice things. You know, he gave you the best he had, which was his son, Jesus. Don't tell me God doesn't want you to have nice things. I won't believe it. I won't. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have given me Jesus. He wouldn't have given me Jesus if that's not what he wanted for you and for me. It's not true. 11. He that loveth pureness of heart for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. Another way to say it, he showeth that princes should use their familiarity, whose conscience is good, and their talk wise and godly. <laughs> Twelve. The eyes of the Lord perceive, preserve knowledge, but he overthroweth the words of a transgressor. It's good. The slothful man saith, a lion is without, a lion's out there. I shall be slain in the street. <clears throat> Which is like saying, you know, oh, there's some boogeyman out there with teeth. He's going to get me if I go outside. Therefore, I'm not going to go do what I know I should be doing right now. The thing that God put on my heart to do, your heart to do, eh, it's just too scary out there. I'm going to stay inside. Hop on the internet, right? Don't do that of a strange woman is as a deep pit. He with whom the Lord is angry shall fall therein. So God punishes one's sin by another when he suffereth the wicked to fall into the acquaintance of a harlot. There's another way to say that. 15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it away from him. This has nothing to do with the boomers, Gen, Gen X, you know, millennials, Gen Z, all this silly stuff. Why don't we, why don't we learn as Christians, because we're not, we don't have to play by the world's rules. We don't. We're, we're owners of this world. Because of what, because of the cross, what Jesus said. I, I don't have to just put up with the evil and all the mess. I don't. Let's see what God has in His mind and in His heart about this generation, about the kids, about you, about you specifically. What?